<laughs> all good, man. How are you doing? Uh, great to do the preview again with you, man. I'm good, man. Yeah, for sure. I always looking forward to uh, Tuesdays, um, Marcel. With also, you, thank you so, also, thank you so much for uh, for allowing me to do this later with you. Uh, no problem at all, man. No big deal. All right. So, Tristan, we got Tristan in the chat. That's awesome. Hopefully, get some people in the chat today. If not, no worries. But uh, we'll go through the card, and then uh, we're gonna we'll talk about Bellator a little bit at the end, Marcel, and we'll talk about uh, Contender Series, which takes place tonight. So we'll get a few minutes to talk about that. But uh, bulk of the today's show will be spent on UFC Vegas 41. All right, let's just get into it because there are quite a few fights. Yeah, yeah. So Jonathan Martinez versus Aaron Phillips is not on the card, but Jonathan Martinez might still be on the card. From what we're hearing, there's a chance he could stay on the card against someone else. So that's not official yet. We, we can't talk about a fight for him yet because uh, he doesn't have one. But hopefully, Marcel, that, that uh, they can find someone on short notice and you do have that 14th fight. But we'll have to skip that for now. We'll talk about the other 13 fights. So one fight... Might as well just talk about that one right off the bat because there's no there's no betting odds for it. I don't believe. Let me double check there. I don't think there is though. So yeah, okay. So basically what happened was uh Alan Patrick was, was supposed to fight Mason Jones in a really stupid rematch, to be honest with you, Marcel. I didn't even see the point of the rematch, I'll be honest with you. You know because Mason was dominating that first fight. We all know who was yeah. gonna win. I mean, if Mason requests this rematch, then it's the only reason to make it. If not, it's just stupid. <laughs> it just it seems like a, it seemed like a waste of time. It's not happening yeah. now. But anyways, Mason Jones, he has a replacement opponent. So talk about this guy, Marcel David Anawa. Talk, talk. Give me your thoughts on this guy because I, I think you're the one who broke the news, right? So give me your thoughts on this. Yes, I did. Um, so yeah, David uh, Onama, he's. Uh... Uh, he's, he's like uh, fighting out of Missouri, right? He's from the yeah. Glory MMA and Fitness team. Uh, James Cross is his head coach. Um, he's a knockout guy, man. He's, he's, he's finishing almost everybody he's, he's facing. And he's he's 8-0. Uh, recently picked up the win at uh, Fighting Alliance Championship, I think, uh, FAC. And uh, that was a title win. He stopped the guy in the first round as well. So, um, yeah, actually, normally I think he fights a featherweight. This yeah, see, I'm not sure about that. I, 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 I see that you do guys, you guys have that topology, but honestly, like, it, it seems like he's been fighting a lightweight lately, right? And his last fight was, so I'm not really sure, because I saw people saying this is a featherweight. I'm not really sure if it, it is. I think it's yep. a lightweight, too. So okay. I just wanted to mention that. because Lightweight and also featherweight last yeah. way in, I think. So I, I, I'm not sure, you know? So, uh I mean, the dude is—he's uh, a finisher. He's the first uh, fighter out of U Uganda, right? Mm -hmm. In the UFC, there wasn't yep. a Ugandan, Ugandan fighter uh, yet in the UFC. So he's born there, training out of uh, Glory MMA and Fitness, like I said before. And uh, yeah, it's 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 good to see uh, to see if he can do it in the UFC, man. I hear many people who are pretty high on him, so we'll see. You know. Well, so, what do you think? I mean, we don't have odds, though. I'm ass I'm assuming Mason still be favored. Not, at, yeah. I don't think he'll be minus six fifty, but. I'm assuming he'll be like three to one or something, four to one. I don't know. He'll yeah, be favored, though. I believe. You think I Jones mean, will still be favored? Yeah. I mean, Mason Jones hasn't won in his last two UFC fights, but he looked dominant in the Alan Pat the yeah. quick fight. He was going to win, and he looked also pretty good against Mike Davis, which was a fight of the night. So he should be favored in this fight for sure. I, I agree. I mean, so I, I did the tape study on this guy. I did watch his fights. They're on uh, Fight Pass. There's like mm -hmm. three or four of his fights from the FAC promotion, Fighting Alliance Championship. Fight. Yeah, yeah. So you guys can watch those on YouTube. The guy's definitely got you know decent striking and you know he's got some power, Marcel, as we've seen. But I really, really question the level of opposition. You guys can watch the fights yourselves, but seriously, you look at some of the guys he fought, it's just like you wonder like how good these guys actually are. So yeah, I know he's got this unbeaten record, ain't no Marcel, a lot of finishes. I just I'm not sure if he's really at UFC level yet, but he is getting the shot. So 
That's undefeated fighter, task, James Crow's guy. What are you gonna say? That's a tough task, man. It's against yeah. a guy, Mason Jones, where people are very high on former yeah. double cage for us champion. So, man, also kudos to the dude for stepping up here on short notice, you know. Yeah, like, I, I gotta I gotta lean towards Mason Jones, just, yeah, just same, like you same. would. Yeah, I think a lot of us were because again, Mason, like you said, Marcel, he was a 170 and 155 pound champion. Mm-hmm. Cage Warriors had a super close fight with Mike Davis that he could have won, and then dominates Alan Patrick before guy looks for a way out with the eye poke. So I mean, this guy could easily be 2 known in the UFC right now. He's good. He's a good prospect. Gordon, hey, man, what's up? He said, where's Mike Davis? I don't know because that guy was good, man. He did that one fight with that guy. Uh, shoot, what's the guy's name that he just destroyed? Thomas uh, Gifford? Thomas remember, Gifford. Remember that guy? Like, that was one of the worst beatings I've ever seen in the UFC. I couldn't believe that guy was I, even, like, alive at the end of the fight. I honestly hated that, man. You know, I he, know. Got so, he got so much damage. And then I was like, please make it to this end of the of the fight. And then he got knocked out 10 seconds before, before the end. So the referee was Andrew Glenn. I don't even know who that guy is, to be honest. No, I, mean, I don't want to know. I want to see he's a Florida guy. I want to see he's a Florida ref. Is he? Yeah, Florida ref. So he, he's, he's, he's ter- terrible. I'm hearing, I'm hearing he's a stepbrother of uh, Chris Lee. That's funny. <laughs> Chris Lee with that 30-27 Danny Roberts scorecard. What an oh, idiot. idiot. Yeah. What a... <laughs> All right. So we both we both think Jones would be favored again. We don't have odds. So just throw that out there. Right, let's go to the fights now where we do have odds. Let's start with the uh, – again, using UFCstats.com, guys. That's the order we always use here. That's the official mm-hmm. vote order. So we're starting with the first fight here, Marcel. Again, Phillips Martinez off. We got Souza, Liviana Souza versus Randa Marcos. And uh, right now, Lavinia is is a small favorite, Marcel. Minus 120 I'm seeing out there, and plus 100 for Random Marcos. So very close fight according to odds. What do you think, Mar- Marcel? Who do you think is going to win this one? Yeah, so, uh, man, I mean, Random Marcos on a four-fight losing skit, you know. Uh, last time, last fight, uh, we, we actually had a pretty big discussion about that last fight of hers, you know. You were uh, you were in Luana's corner, and I was more in Randa's corner in that one. I mean, in the aftermath of the fight. And... Um, yeah, the UFC gave her another shot. I mean, uh, but Livinia Souza, she can be nasty, man. I mean, she isn't the girl I was expecting to be in the UFC. I actually expected her to be really good in the UFC, but but she really hasn't found that yet, you know. But I mean, Randa Marcos, I, I, I can't trust her at this moment, man. I think Randa, yeah. Randa, uh, how do you say that in a nice way? Don't think she really has evolved, you know, since uh, she was in the Ultimate Fighter. And uh, for Lavinia, Lavinia, same thing, but she still has that nastiness in her and she can still get something done, you know, and definitely on the ground. Miranda's good on the ground as well, still, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm taking Lavinia Souza here and I see a finish. I would say a TKO finish in the second round. So. Wow, there you go. I mean, I don't know if Rand's been finished by strikes. I don't think she's been finished by strikes. She's been submitted. Pound. Pardon? Ground and pound. That's yeah, I don't mean. think she's ever been finished by, by any sort of knock. I don't think. Um, that'd be crazy if it happened. I'll tell you that right now. I'm kind of seeing a. I'm kind of seeing this fight going the decision personally uh, with these two. I just feel like it's going to be a grappling match, and Brenda is a good grappler, which is why I think she'll make it somewhat competitive. But honestly, I can't pick her, guys. I gotta go with the Venus Susan. I'm with this guy right here, the Deer Dancer. That's what I think too. I think Susan by decision too, man. So we're on the same page. And I saw that prop was like plus two hundred. I actually think that's pretty likely here. Uh, personally, Marcel, we're. We're both not picking uh, Marcos, so we just kind of get to the method here. I think I think Marcos is is somewhat you know durable and can make it the the distance. Uh, but you know, again, she did get finished a couple of fights ago. Like Dern, everyone Dern finishes a lot of people, Marcel, unless you're uh, Marina Rodriguez. Yeah, I don't know, guys. I, I I like Susan though. You know, I, for me, it's a it's a fade on Marcos. Marcel, she hasn't won forever, and I think like like you said, she just really hasn't gotten that much better. You know, I hate to say it because she is like. 
technically, I guess, a Canadian fighter, but I got to call, like, I see an I'm just seeing a fighter that I got to be honest, guys, I'm shocked that she's getting another fight in the UFC. They obviously, you know, that the way the fight ended with the DQ, I guess they thought it was kind of funny. They're going to give her one more chance. And this is our last chance for her. If she loses, she gets cut. And quite frankly, I don't think she wins the fight. I got to go with Lavinia Suzik here, guys, by decision. I just think she's probably the better grappler and probably the better striker at this point of the careers, and she'll probably grind it out. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Flyweight Bo Marcel, Jeff Bellina against Daniel Lacerda. So uh, Jeff Bellina, another guy who's a James Cross fighter. And right now the odds for this one, Molina minus 170, plus 150 for Lacerda, who a guy – I don't think a lot of us know who he is. I got to be honest, I didn't even know who he was until I, I did see this fight and watched some of his footage. There's not a lot out there, though, guys. You know, there's a little bit on YouTube. I didn't see a ton. I saw a couple videos. Not a ton out there. So for me, it's, I'll just say it right now, Marcel, I'm a little surprised that, you know, so many people are betting on Jeff Molina here and the line is at minus 170 now, or it, just, it opened at minus 170. I'm just surprised it's staying steady, I guess, because, you know, there's not much known about Lacerda. So, like, Molina did look good in his, in his UFC debut. You don't get me wrong. It's Archie Lang or whatever. But I'm not sure, Marcel. I, I don't know. I'm, give me your thoughts on this. I'll, I'll, I'll give you my pick. But give me your thoughts on this fight. Yeah, it's difficult to say, you know. Like you said, Daniel Lacerda, I don't know a lot about him. I know he's the former Mr. Cage champion, which is <laughs> as a, as a it's a pretty decent promotion in Brazil, you know. Uh, if you, I, I know a lot more about Molina, like you as well, you know. Uh, Glory MMA fitness guy. Yeah. Um, had a great UFC debut, I think, fight of the night against Aori Kilang, you know. Uh, came in the contender series, had an amazing fight there, super high-paced. Uh, I, re I really like uh, Molina. The thing is, we don't know a lot about Lacerda, you know. Yep. And to say, like, Molina's going to do it, I don't know. Yep. But, you know, my initial thoughts would be Molina, you know, but yep. it's difficult. Like you said, it's difficult when you don't know, really know the other fighter, you know, you can't yep. really compare one-on-one -on -one with each other, you know, so you can't really come to a, to a logical explanation to why you're going to pick somebody. But um, yeah, I, I honestly think this will be a great fight, man, because I mean, flyweight, super high paced. Um, Molina always brings it. Um, yeah, man. I, I mean, this will be either, a very, a very hard fought decision. Are we either see a finish, maybe, man? Um, yeah. And also, Lazarda, he has one loss on his record, was a shoulder injury. So um, I'm taking Molina here, but I'm not sure. Gonna be honest, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's an interesting fight. Dear Dancer you think he's stuck a little distance. That's plus money. I just looked. So I think there's definitely a chance there's a finish too. Um, but I think it could be a distance as well. I'm not, I'm not sold either way. I think this is a pass, guys. I, I don't think I'd bet on this fight, you know, because I do think Jeff Lina is a good prospect. I was impressed by his debut. I was impressed by Contender Series. He does come from a good camp. It's just that we don't know a lot about Lacerda. And from what I've seen, he's he's decent, you know. He's got some missions off his back. He's got some striking on the feet. Like, the guy is he's decent, but I don't have enough uh, knowledge about him to, to pick him here. So I'll, I'll have to pick Jeff Lina myself. But uh, I do think this is an interesting fight because, again, we don't know a lot about Lacerda. I honestly feel like this guy should have been a contender series. I'm surprised he got a, he got a fight in the UFC like, without having to go contender series, Marcel, you know, because he seems like a contender series type of guy. All right, let's go to the next fight here. This one's interesting. I'm looking forward to talking about this one with you. Uh, Jai Herbert against Kama Worthy. It's like the matchmakers are like, okay, who's the chainiest guy in the division? So you got two guys who get knocked out quite often going up against each other. Interesting fight. Jai Herbert is the favorite here, minus 175, plus 155 on Kama Worthy. What do you think? Yeah, Jai Herbert, man, came with a lot of hype in the UFC, you know. Uh, lost his debut against Ronaldo. 
favorite fight of Dan Hardy there. Um, and uh, I mean, Trinaldo, I mean, he did well in the second round, you know, but in third round, Trinaldo uh, knocked him out out of nowhere. So, yep. um, second fight, Marcano, just stylistically a bad matchup for him. Marcano, way better on the ground as well. So, Win for Moicano. If you look at Kama Wordy, came in the UFC short notice against Devante Smith, knocked him out. I think was one of the biggest upsets of uh, in, in that year, back then. Uh, then he lost two rounds to Pena, submitted Pena in third round, so came back two and zero, and then got knocked out against Otman Azaitar and against Jamie Malarkey. So the thing here is, man, if I look at at the complete complete package, I still think Herbert did better than his UFC fight so far, you know? And although Kamawardi has two wins with two finishes, I feel like Herbert has a lot more potential than he has shown yet, you know? And uh, I saw him fight live for Cage Warriors, and uh, he's a good fighter, man. He just didn't uh, perform at his best yet, you know? It, it, he did very well in the second round against Ronaldo, but you can't win a fight if you get knocked out in that same fight. So, or you or your name is Michael Bisping and you're fighting Anderson Silva, but that's a whole other discussion. Um, I'm taking Herbert here, man. I think Herbert also wins via stoppage. I'm going with the TKO with in the first or second round for Jai Herbert. All right, so here's my thoughts. I'll, I'll get the comments here. You got Alex. Hey, what's up, Alex? How's everything? Great you answer, you like, Alex. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. Uh, Jai Herbert, uh, your dancer likes him because he thinks Worthy's wins are great. Ornergan saying um, fight ends by TKO prop. I think there's a good chance someone gets knocked out for sure. Uh, yeah, where these where, and I talked about this when he fought Jamie Malarkey. His chin is really, really weak, uh, and that's the frustrating thing with this guy because I think he's a good fighter, but his chin is so weak that the durability doesn't let him uh, last long in his fights. We hey, Chris, what's up, man? Pardon? We were on Jamie back then. We were yeah, and Malarkey. Yeah, when they fought. So I'll talk about the fight in a second. He's got this call from Chris London. First time he's been here in a while. He says he likes Troy Herbert and Costas. So, well, I think I'm on the island here then, guys, because I got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm on the other side on this one, guys. I'm going with Combo Worthy. Now, I get it. His chin is terrible. Like, it's really bad. And that's the problem with betting on this guy. It's sketchy because of the chin. But he's the underdog here. He's not a favorite. I don't have to lay juice. And he's a good fighter, man, like, offensively. He's got a lot of knockout power. He actually has wins in the UFC um, over Devontae Smith, which is a solid win. I was a huge underdog. And Luis Pena came back and won by third-round submission in that fight. He did get KO twice, though. I mean, that's the problem, right? His chin is, is really bad. But here's the thing. Like, I just think the odds are not fair. I don't think the odds are fair in this fight because uh, Harbour's lost two business fights in the UFC. So why is he such a big favorite here, almost 2-1? to one? I don't agree with that, guys. I got to be honest with you. Like, this guy has durability issues, too. His The fight with Trinaldo, I watched. I was watching again yesterday. Dan Hardy's freaking out. That punch didn't even look like it was a massive punch. It knocks him out, and then McCaniel washes the guy. And honestly, like, I watched some of his fights at Cage Warriors. He's fighting guys that just aren't good either. Like, Kane Carrizoza is a guy that couldn't make it in the UFC. Listen, I'm not saying Conor is a great fighter. The chin sketches me out because he's been knocked out, I think, eight times, which is crazy. But I do think – I actually think he might be the better fighter here. So I'm going with Conor Worthy's underdog. I'll take plus 160 or plus 150 it is now. Tristan says uh, Worthy has power advantage. I think he does. I really do. I think he's got a little bit more power, more proven in the UFC, in my opinion, more experience as an MMA fighter. I just think I think there's a lot of advantages here for him personally, you know. But obviously Herbert is a dangerous guy. He's got some power himself, and uh, he he is kind of due for a win too because I I think he's a better guy than a guy that wouldn't win a fight in the UFC. But uh, they've been matching him up pretty tough. Let's be honest. Both guys have been matched up very tough. Like you know, Marcel, we, we're talking about how bad this guy's chin is, but look at who he fought. I mean, Otman Azatar rocks up a lot of guys, and Malarkey does have sneaky knockout power. So like, it's not as bad as it looks or as it seems, kind of. 
trust me, I'm not saying the guy's chain is good. It's not. I'm, 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 I'm going to be nervous when I do bet on this guy, but I got to take the plus money, guys. I have to do it. Um, worthy by knockout is plus 400. That's something I did look at as well. I do think there's a good chance that could hit because Herbert's chain to be super not great. But again, you know, it's MMA. And if this fight goes to the ground, I do think Worthy maybe has the advantage with the submissions too. So I wouldn't be totally shocked if we submitted him. Anyways, Marcel, obviously I'm on the opposite side than a lot of you guys, which is going to happen sometimes. But from what I see, Worthy is the more complete MMA fighter and the more proven guy. So I'll take him at plus money. All right, let's go to the next fight here. I think we talked about this one like a few weeks ago, but if we didn't, we'll talk about it again. Loriano Staropoli against Jamie Pickett. Uh, right now, the uh, Staropoli minus 240, Jamie Pickett plus 200. What do you think, Barcel? Because uh, this fight was supposed to happen, and uh, uh, one of the team members got COVID of Pickett, so fight got canceled. I, I believe that's what happened, and then now we're getting the fight. So give me your thoughts. I mean, we talk about this one. It's not really a fight I'm looking forward to. <laughs> it's a really close fight. Uh, I'm picking yep. Staropoli last time out, decision, and I'm going to do it again. And uh, if you want to know my reasons, go back, watch the earlier podcast, because it's really a fight I really don't care about, to be really honest. I think Star Poli wins, but, um, I mean, I, I, I think this can be a very boring fight, to be really honest. Yeah, I'm just wondering if Craig was asking, just wondering how long the show starts. Uh, sorry, Craig, I'm not exactly sure you're asking, but I'll be here with Marcel till 8. Contender series starts at 8, then we'll be uh, we'll watch the, the fights, obviously. I got to go see my daughter, too. Um, Owen says, thoughts on the Irwin Rivera situation. Anything else happened with that? I, I didn't know there was an update to it. Was there yeah, an update? Uh, Car- Carlos Legaspi posted about what, it. What happened? I didn't read it yet, man. Okay. <laughs> I have to read I it. I didn't read it. Let me know, uh, Owen. Tell us what would happen, too. Boring says, odds are too wide. Okay, yeah. So give me, let me give your thoughts, my thoughts on this fight. Sorry. Um, that, by the way. I actually agree with Boring. I think the odds are too wide. And yeah. I've, we've had more time to think about this fight, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to just completely gloss over this fight because maybe there's a chance to bet in the plus 200 underdog here, guys, because Star Poli really shouldn't be a minus 240 favorite. Like, he lost sure, three straight sure. fights. You know, he's not a great fighter, but it's like, Jamie Pickett's just, man, he has not looked good at all. Like, you know, that loss of right was just very quick. And then the fight with Machuki just didn't look very good. But, you know, this is a different fight. And I feel like, you know, if Pickett wrestles Marcel, he can win this fight because I think Star Poli can be taken down. His takedown defense doesn't look great to me. And obviously, he's a guy that was at 170 moving up. So it's it's kind of a tricky fight. You know, Pickett's got a big reach advantage, like nine inches. Like, he's a big dude for this division. It's a tricky fight, guys. Like, I, I still feel like I got to go with Star Poli by decision. I just think kind of feel like he outpoints him. But, you know, Pickett's job's on the line. And in a small cage, you know, maybe he catches him too. So I wouldn't recommend betting on Star Poli at minus 240. I think it's dog or pass. I just don't know if I could pick the dog because I have not very really impressed with Pickett. Let me get what Owen said. He said, Irwin Bear's unintentional conditional release diagnosed with bipolar disorder. He's about to see his sister's train fight if he follows court recognition. So Irwin uh, has got some serious issues, obviously, but that's good news. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I hope he doesn't hurt his sister again. Um, you know, Marcel, that story was really crazy when we when you heard about it, but the guy's got some, some demons. So very, very upsetting story. I think Was he released from the UFC? Or, did they release him or no? I think they did, I, I right? Think he- yeah, I think they released him. So it's unfortunate because it looks like it doesn't look like a Luis Pena situation where he's just kind of a scumbag. Like this guy legitimately has some issues. Luis Pena, I, did we even talk about that, Marcelo, with the whole police report grounded pounding his, his girlfriend? No, we didn't talk about that. We just talked about it when it was just out that he did something, you know, but not when the police report came. I mean, the, the uh, Dana Way in the UFC couldn't wait to cut him quick enough. All right, let's go to the next fight here Tabitha Ricci against Maria Oliveira, uh, women's strawweight fight. 
Tabitha Ricci minus 230, plus 190 for Maria Oliveira. So, again, Maria is a fighter that I didn't know a lot about, I'll be honest, but I did watch her fights, uh, a couple of them. She fought Marina Rodriguez, and she fought also in Ryzen as well, as you can see those on – well, definitely the Ryzen ones on YouTube, I think. And then Tabitha Ricci's got some fights on, on Fight Pass, and we saw her fight for a row. So give me your thoughts because we do at least have some footage of these girls, um, you know, in Zufa. So give me your thoughts. Yeah, man, Tabitha Ricci, uh, I have to say I, I really liked – uh, the way in there, but that's <laughs> something else. Um, about yeah, sorry, man. Sometimes I have to say it, Adam. Come on, man. I remember uh, you messaging, you're like, I really like Tabitha. I was like, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember you messaged me and told me, <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah, we saw in the UFC debut against Manon Fioro, but that was at the 125, right? And uh, that wasn't a, a good fight for her, I think. Not from any girls, Manon Fioro was a good fight, yeah. and she lost that fight. Uh, Maria Oliveira, she actually fought Marina Rodriguez in the Denoi Contender Series, uh, Brazil. And what I've heard, she was afraid of Marina Rodriguez, and she fought afraid against her. If you look at that fight, if you look at the deck, you know. And um, now they are teammates, I think. They are training with each other. Um, also, um, I mean, Tabata Ricci, we got to be honest, man. She was like a plus three or minus 3,000 favorite in all of her LFA fights yep. because she yep. pretty much fought girls like, yeah, 1-5, oh, and oh, you know. So <laughs> I don't know, you know. And uh, if you look at the Maria Oliveira, she also hasn't fought the greatest the greatest uh, opponents. She has a win over a split decision over Valesca Machado, who is fighting tonight against uh, mm -hmm. Piera Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. um, plus, she's much uh taller than oh. Tabata, Tabata Ricci, you know. Uh Tabata is like five one. I think Maria is like five six. Mm -hmm. So there's a big difference there. Uh Maria probably has a better ground game than, than uh or uh Tabata has probably a better ground game than Maria, I think. But man, this is a this is a tough fight honestly man. I think many people will pick Tabata Ricci, but I'm not really sure to be really honest man. Um I think I'm going with a little bit of an upset. I'm going with Maria Oliveira for a decision here. There you go. <clears throat> well, I, I kind of lean the other way, I'll be honest. I, I like mm -hmm. reaching this fight. I think she can get her down to the ground, man. I really do. You know, Maria Oliveira, the fight with Ryzen, you guys can see yourself against Kana Asker. It was a few years ago now, so she obviously could get better since then, but taken down and grinded out. And then the fight contender series, not impressed. Marcel, she was getting eaten up with strikes, and then she called a timeout, basically. She, like, quit. Did you, you've seen the fight. She's like this. I'm done. Yeah, I also like, have a story I don't like to see that, that, man. I don't want to... That's Aaron, man. So. Bro, there's no way I'd put money on a fighter who's looking for a timeout. I mean, I well, Michael Chandler did once against Will Brooks, but... <laughs> Anyways, the point is, like, I I saw some quit in her. I don't know a lot about her before. I've seen I wasn't impressed. Does have a little bit of power, as we saw in her last knockout, but... I don't know, Marcel. I think she gets taken down. She's a little bigger, like you said, but I still I think know. Tabitha, you know, will get her down, grind her out. I, I'm not sure if she finishes or not, um, but definitely a good chance she does because she is very, very good in the ground. Um, I but I, I like reaching this fight, man. I think she she wrestles. What? I'm seriously hearing that she's handling almost everyone in the gym where she's training with. Who 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 is? Uh, she's at, uh, uh, Maria Oliveira. She's training with Verna Jandaroba, uh with uh, Marina Rodriguez. Yeah, she's doing amazing. That's what I hear. This that's gym, interesting. You know? I mean, not so that's interesting. You know, but again. It's I, I want to see it myself. I got to see it myself, yeah. you know, and there's always hype from gyms and stuff. All the, yeah. you know, but I, I, Marcel, you know what? I will say this. Maybe she's a little better than what I saw, but I wasn't impressed when I saw man. You know, Listen, man, I think it's a super difficult fight to pick this one. You know, that's because... fair. That's fair. You know, that's fair. Again, we're not going to agree on everything. We shouldn't, of you know, why would not. you, why would you guys listen to the show? If we just picked on the favorites. Please. It's not fun anyways. That's... 
That's not funny. It's not funny. Now, maybe might agree on this one. I'm not sure what you're thinking, but we got Jung Young Park. This is the last prelim. Jung Young Park yeah. against Gregory Rodriguez. Um, and the odds on this one are pick a minus one ten each. So pick a fight. What do you think? Yeah, man, this is actually a, this is a fun fight, and I like it that this is a feature prelim. I think it's the play, they both deserve it. I think I think Park deserves it yeah. especially. Eh? Like, it, I think it he even does. deserves to be on the main card. But if they get <laughs> that extra uh, highlight to the prelims, this should be the feature prelim. So it's cool, you know. John John Park, uh, the Iron Turtle. Yeah, he has looked really good in the UFC, in my opinion, man. He's three and zero in his last three fights. He only lost his uh, UFC debut against Anthony Hernandez. Um, He's good, but if you look at Gregory Rodriguez, man, I mean, we both picked him to win against Desperate yep. Todorovic last time out, and he did it, man. Yep. He also um, embraced uh, uh, Barack Obama, kind of <laughs> nicknamed by, by people first. He didn't like it. Now he's like, okay, cool. Do you guys think I look like Obama? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going with that. So that's really cool. I like that. Um, we all know he lost his first he lost his contender series bout against Jordan Williams. He got knocked out in that one. Uh, then came back, two wins in LFA, got signed by the UFC, one against Dusko Durovic. Plus, he's training at Sanford MMA, which is your gym, Adam. You know, not officially. Well, they haven't been on a roll lately, but I, did, I still love the gym. But they, they've been losing a lot of fights lately. I'll say that. And I mean, I really like Rodriguez, man. I think Park is can be really dominant. You know, he, he's, he has a good, solid, solid uh, ground game, takedown, and all of that. I still think Rodriguez, man. I think Rodriguez can do it. So I'm taking Gregory Rodriguez here. Yeah, this is this is this fight's really close. I think. I mean, it's minus one ten. I think the I think those odds are right. I'll be honest, Marcel. When I first saw the fight, I was like, okay, I'm, I I like Park here. But watching the fights back a little bit and looking into the fight a bit more, it's like this is an interesting matchup because Gregory Rodriguez is first off, he's six foot three at uh, one eighty five. So same height as me, Marcel, but weighs a lot less and. I, I'm surprised he makes 185. You know, he's a huge guy. Um, and his wrestling looked pretty good against Dusko. You know, it looked better than I thought. So that's why I was lean part because I'm like, oh, he's got the wrestling because we saw it against John Phillips. We saw it against Tafan too. But, you know, if he can't get those takedowns, it's going to take place in the feed. And Gregory does have the longer reach. He's the bigger guy. So this is a tough fight to call, man. Honestly, I, I think I still am going to lean towards Park. I'll go with my initial gut instinct, which was Park. They win a decision here. But, you know, this is an interesting fight, and like I said, the more I looked into it, the more I was like thinking Rodriguez can pull it off. So, very, very, very competitive fight, Marcel. I think the odds are bang on. It's, it's probably the hardest fight to call on the card, but I, I will go with. As of right now, I'll go with Jung Young Park to win a decision. That's what I'm thinking. But Rodriguez, I you know, this is one that I got to see the weigh in. I want to see how big he is. He is a big dude, Tristan. Like I agree, he's huge at middleweight. Also, uh, Owen's asking, how did JJ get her just get her blue belt? Is he talking about Joanna? I'm not sure. I mean. <laughs> When have we ever even seen her use her ground game? I mean, we, well, I'm sure she rolls. I'm sure she does. They all have to roll. All, all UFC fighters will roll. They have to know jiu-jitsu, man. It's at least some basics, you know? All right. Main card time, Marcel. Let's start off with Nick Negramariano against Eichfeld Nueva. This fight I don't think should be opening the main card, but I guess the UFC feels like someone's going to get knocked out. Minus 220 for Nikolai, plus 180 for Ike. What do you think? I mean... Why is this opening the main card? No one knows. And this was actually, there was supposed to be the co-main event for us. They shifted it. So uh, Nick Nigamarianu uh, got the win in this last fight against Alexa Kamur. 
his debut against uh, Saperbek Safarov. That was like a dirty fight. Safarov made so many uh, dirty moves in that fight, and he lost that fight. If you look at Villanueva, he fought four, or four times in the UFC. His only win came against Vinicius Moreira, which is arguably one of the worst guys who was ever in the UFC if it comes to uh, outcomes, like I think four stoppage losses, three in the first round. Um, I mean, I... I can pick Villanueva, man. I, I really like him. I think he has knockout power, but that's it, you know. And I think Nick Nick Mariano is a much more complete fighter. And uh, I think if he doesn't stop Villanueva, he will definitely win the decision here. So either a stoppage or a decision win for uh, Nicolai Nick Mariano here. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Like Ike is just, I feel like he's a very, very difficult guy to back right now. I mean, he's looked pretty bad in the UFC. Um, three losses. He does have the, the one win, but again, over a very chinny guy who's not very good. Nikolai, just the two fights. Of a, you know, I did bet on him against Alexa Kamer, who's plus 200. Yeah. That was a good pick. That was a good um, upset pick. Now, the problem is he's minus 200 now. So the value's gone on this guy. You know what I mean, Marcel? Plus 200, great value. I don't want to lay minus 200 in this guy because I look at, there's one stat that's, that really is staying up to a sore, uh, like a sore eye. The strikes absorbed and also the defense. His defense is 26%, guys, and 5.73 strikes absorbed per minute. Ike's at 7.88, so Ike eats even more strikes. Both guys are not, honestly, they're both not really UFC caliber, I don't think, Marcel. Like, it's kind of like the, the bottom guy in the division. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I look at Nick, and there's one advantage he does have here. He is a lot younger, Marcel, 10 years younger. In a close fight, um, I would lean towards the young guy. Also, have the reach advantage as well. I just haven't been impressed with Ike, Marcel. And honestly, like, I've, I've been sucked in on the plus money on him before because he does that knockout power, but he just got finished himself. So I'm done with betting on this guy. I don't think I could bet on Nikolai just because the odds are too high, I think, but I would lean towards him a little bit. And Marcel, I, I guess a knockout's pretty likely, but I wouldn't be surprised if a decision happened either. Um, but either way, I got to go with Nikolai, the younger guy here. All right, next fight here, we got two of the older guys in the welterweight division. One. Francisco Trinaldo against Dwight Grant. Minus 130, Trinaldo, plus 110, Dwight Grant. So close fight, Marcel. What do you think about this one? This is actually a difficult fight, man, in my opinion. This is like almost as difficult as the feature prelim we were talking about earlier. Because I think Dwight Grant, um, got to be really honest, man. He hasn't looked great in his last couple of fights, in my opinion. You know, uh, he was, uh, he, he, how do you say that? Um, he rocked Daniel Rodriguez. Uh, he, he knocked him either down, I think. And Chris Toroni didn't want to see it, and uh, it went on, and then he got knocked out. So uh, after that, the Sekuli tried. I wasn't really impressed by that one. Uh, if you look at Trinaldo, uh, three-fight win streak, a, a lightweight, went to welterweight, uh, lost to Salikov. In a fight, if I can remember correctly, I thought that Trinaldo won that fight. I, I'm not really Wait, sure. wait, against, against Salikov? No, no, yeah. no. I, I bet on Trinaldo because he was plus 200. He didn't win yeah. that fight. He lost 327. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then I'm completely. Uh, how do you say that? I, I, my, the fight with Hernandez was a fight that a lot of people thought that he yeah, should have won. That's the one. Sorry, man. Yeah, it's okay. No worries. I definitely won that one. Sorry, guys. Sometimes I have to. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't. I really have a hard time to pick this fight, man, because I think Trinaldo is uh, more well-rounded in my opinion, but Grant can't stop him, you know. And Trinaldo is getting older, you know, but still, he's going strong, but. Taking Grant in this one, man, decision, but I'm not sure. You know what? I, I kind of I feel like pretty similar about about this fight with you, man. For the most part, I mean, Trinaldo and Grant are both two older guys. Trinaldo's thir- forty uh, three, and Grant's thirty seven. So they're both older guys. 
but they're both still capable. I think Trudeau, I, I, I agree with what you said. I think he is the more well-rounded guy, but here's the thing. Like he's not at lightweight anymore. He's at welterweight. He is undersized for his division. Dwight Grant is a pretty strong defensive wrestler. He has good striking. He has knockout power. I don't even know if he won his fight against Sekulic. It's disappointing. And that's the thing. I think if Charles shoots for takedowns, he can win this fight. But he doesn't really shoot for takedowns when you think about it. Like, he's pretty content to stand and trade for a lot of his fights. And I feel like it stays standing. Dwight Grant, I think, is the faster faster guy with a little bit more power right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm leaning towards Dwight Grant too, Marcel. He is the underdog here at plus 110. That's my lean. It's 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 just tough because Charles, again, if he mixes in wrestling, I think he can win. It's just... He's a little undersized. And as we saw last week with the Lupe Gonitas fight, I mean, you saw right there, if you're a little bit undersized, even if you have great wrestling technique, it's tough to take down a bigger fighter because these fighters are so well-trained. And Geraldo, I think, is still training American top team, so great gym. Yeah, Marcel, it's a close fight, but I, I would lean towards Grant a little bit as the underdog. I do favor him slightly when the fight. More proven at welterweight. All right, let's go to this fight, Marcel. Alex Caceres against Sung Wu Choi. By the way, Marcel, what do you think about this? I was thinking – um. Ronaldo or Grant, sorry, he, I don't even know if he beat Sekulich, but they cut Sekulich and now he gets a main card spot. That's kind of weird, right? I don't understand that at all. I'll be honest with you, Marcel. The UFC does some weird things sometimes. <laughs> I always love it when Dana says every fight has a certain placement on the card. That's like, yeah, for sure. Dude. Sometimes I wonder, like, I want to be, I, I think you would be really good at doing the placement. I think I'd be good yeah. at it too. I would switch off a few of these things. But yeah, I mean, this fight's pretty good. This is definitely main card material here. Alex Caceres against Sungu Choi. Good fight, Marcel. Sung Wu Choi minus 280 plus 240 for Alex Caceres. What do you think of those odds? Pretty heavy odds here on Sung Wu Choi, but he's looked phenomenal. So what do you think? Yeah, it's a fun fight, man. I think uh, Caceres was like was ranked like two months ago. I was like, wow, they put him in the rankings. He's not in it anymore now. Um, really? I didn't notice that. Wow. Yeah, at 15, but they took him out after Tupuria won his fight. So Tupuria was now there. Yeah. Um, Caceres on, on a four-fight win streak, you know, after the Crown Gracie uh, lost by a submission, he has won four straight. And uh, he has looked pretty decent, in my opinion, you know. Um, Caceres, you know, he wants to fight, get the fight to the ground, pretty much. He, he's always like the flashy, like that who, the Bruce Lee kind of thing, but he pretty much wants to fight to the ground. If you look at Choi, man, I really like what I saw from Choi. You know, so far, um, he, he, he kind of uh, struggled in the first two UFC fights, but he fought against uh, Mofsar Avloyev and gave it Gavin Tucker. You know, I mean, that that's not that not easy coming in in the UFC. Then he pretty much dominated Suma Maktarian. Uh, one against Yusuf Salal, a fight I think you picked him to win. And uh, then he fought Julian Arosa and he knocked him out. So um, this either, I think, Troy wins via stoppage win. Or Caceres will probably get try to take it to the ground, control him there, and maybe get a submission. I don't think he gets a submission, but wins a decision. So um, I, I'm going with Choi here. I'm going with Choi if I have stoppage. So I, 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 I agree with what you're saying, but I don't think Caceres can take him down. I don't think so. You know, right. Caceres is a guy that I think could sum up his back maybe, but I, I think Choi is the much stronger wrestler. And that yeah. is one of the reasons I have to favor him here. Um, he's also got the more power Marcel as we saw against the Rosa, but it's like, it's tough, guys, because I'll be honest with you. I feel like I pick against Alex Caceres almost every fight. I just never thought he was that good. Like, even, like, the whole time he's in the UFC, I had been taking against him or so for, like, a lot of his fights. Um, maybe not some of the earlier fights where he's fighting kind of, like, lower-level guys. But, like, lately, you know, I didn't think he'd beat Chase Super, and he looked good. And even, like, a guy like uh, Kevin Kroom, I thought, you know, had a chance to beat him. So, I don't want – I guess I don't have a great read on Alex Caceres, and that's why I'm, I'm kind of thinking I'm going to pass on this one because – you know, my initial thoughts were Troy Marcel, but I feel like the odds are pretty heavy for a guy in like Caceres 
he's he has 20 i just counted it up i think he's got 24 fight this is his 25th fight in the ufc guys 25 fights like he has a lot of experience and he's he's still he's actually the same age as me. he's 33 four fight win streak i feel like marcel this could be an upset i'll be honest with you because i think if it takes place in the field which what i kind of see it's happening he could be a little busier and win decision but it's just you know in that small cage i think troy will be able to catch him and i think troy can pin him against the fence hurt him a little bit and again i think troy can get some takedowns too so I gotta go with Troy. I've been pretty impressed with him lately, Marcel. But I think the odds are too high. I really do. Minus three hundred seems a little high for me. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, for a guy like Casares again, who historically doesn't get a lot of respect. And I think we gotta start giving himself a little bit more than this because he ha- he has won four straight fights and against Kevin Kroom stuffed all the takedowns. You know, if Troy, Troy's gonna have a hard time taking him down too. So it's again, Marcel. This is another one more. I looked into it. It was a little trickier than I thought at first. We're going with this fight. We'll go, we've got a couple of fights left here, guys. Jessica Rose Clark against Jaws and Edwards. Women's Bantamweight. Jessica Clark minus 140 plus 120. Jaws Edwards. What do you think? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, who doesn't love Jesse Jess, right? I mean, uh, I think she's. She, I really like her. You know, and another one she... that Marcel DM be saying he, he really likes. <laughs> <laughs> and I agree. I agree with Born Again. I haven't been. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not impressed, but he has been winning those. So, go ahead, Marcel. What are you gonna say? I mean um she she did very well in the last fight against sarah alpar you know but uh, before that she lost two against jessica i and uh, penny Kian, uh, penny was that been in 2018 2019 she only fights once one times a year one times a year right uh yeah what's up with that why does she fight so infrequently i was on i'm wondering that you know maybe maybe injury injury related i would say i have no idea um Look at Jocelyn Edwards, man. She came, uh, she came also on short notice in the UFC. Had a good win against Wu Yanan. Yep. I picked her there. Is that yeah, you did. Yep. And after that, lost to Carol Rosa, which, which can happen. You know, I mean, it's not like uh, <laughs> that's a bad loss to have on your record. But nope. uh, she also has a loss against Sarah Alpha <laughs> and LFA. Uh, for that's a bad loss, <laughs> I'd yeah. say at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just uh, defeat her. Stoppage third round. So. um I still think this is a much closer fight than many people think. I think many people will pick Jessica Rose Clark in this fight blindly, but I don't take take her blindly in this one. I think Atwoods can do work, you know, but um, I think at the end, you know, I, I feel like there's going to be a decision here, but I think Jessica Rose Clark might do enough to uh, to get the win here. So I would pick, I would pick Clark here, but it's it's a much closer fight than many people probably expect. Yeah, um, and I agree with Tristan too. He says it's not great. Third fight, uh, last on the card. I kind of agree with that too. It's more of like a prelim fight. But anyways, um, you know, I like Edwards is a good striker, you know, but she's got to keep this fight standing. And you know, it's not just striking; it's MMA. I feel like Clark, you know, she really mixed it up. They both fought Alpers, so you do have a common opponent, and you just watch the way they fought each other, right? Like Jessica Rose Clark looked really good in that fight last year. I remember being really impressed by her performance, like. She got the finish late in the fight. Marcel, she was constantly pouring the pressure on. Like, I thought it was the best version of her that we've seen. So, you know, I know that – I believe she switched training camps on Marcel. And she has a new – I think. That's what I've heard. So, you know, I think we could see some more evolution from her. I, For me, I, I think I've seen Edwards get taken down enough to, to believe that she can get taken down here by Clark. So, if Clark stays on the feet, she's going to be in trouble, I think, in open space because I think Edwards is the better striker. So, if the fight takes, takes place in the feet, Marcel – for the most part, she'll probably lose the decision. But if I think she's going to fight smart, like I think she will, she'll use her takedowns and grind out a decision herself. So that's what I'm thinking is going to happen here. Clark by decision. What do you guys think about that? Throw it in the chat. Let me know what you guys think. Clark by decision. What's the odds on that? Plus 125. Yeah, so I guess that's, the books are thinking that's what's going to happen to you. I feel like that's, there's a good chance of that happening, Marcel. I will say sense. this. I, 
pretty sure this fight goes a distance. I, I'll mm -hmm. say that to you, Marcel. Yeah. It's, uh, there's a good chance. Okay, co-main event: Rick, Daw uh, sorry, uh, Grant Dawson versus Rick Glenn and Ricky Glenn. Excuse me, Ricky did I get that Glenn. right? Ricky <laughs> Glenn. It's not Rick Glenn anymore. It's Ricky Glenn. Best fight odds. You got to fix that. Anyways, minus three fifty for Grant Dawson, plus two eighty for Ricky Glenn. So. Man, I mean, pretty heavy odds here. Dawson's been really looking amazing. Uh, Glenn had a great win. Give me your thoughts on this fight, uh, Marcel. Interesting fight at lightweight. Yeah, I mean, Grant Dawson, he was supposed to fight uh, Diego Ferreira, right, on this card. And, uh, I mean, if he wins this fight, he should get somebody in the top 15, man, because uh, it's it's just taking uh, – he deserves it. You know, he, he got some solid wins on his record with Mike Trezano. Uh, Leonardo Santos last time, man, he finished him right before the end of the of – That the was amazing. Yeah, incredible. Uh, uh, some nasty hammer fist, right? Remember when he was like, he got, he was bouncing off the, off the, uh, off the canvas, you know, his head. So, yeah, good win for Dawson there, and he's looking, he's look good in the UFC. You know, very solid guy. He, I think he only had uh, some trouble against Derek Mendor in the first round, but he came back and he won the fight in the second round. If you look at Ricky Glenn, he didn't fall for three years, then came back against Joaquin Silva, knocked him out early in the first round, mm -hmm. and uh, Glenn. I think Glenn is a good fighter, you know, but uh, I see more upside in Grant Dawson here, man. I think Dawson is one of uh, one of the brightest prospects in the lightweight division and one of the best prospects of glory MMA and fitness. And um, I see him winning this fight, man. I think it will be tough. But Ricky Glenn is an easy guy to finish, so I will go with a decision. But uh, Dawson will win this fight, man, and he should get a top 15 after that. I I, I think I still got to go with Dawson. You know, so I will say this uh... – Gotta give a shout out to our boy Cole Shelton. He interviewed both guys over at bjpen.com. So you could watch the video interview, both great interviews. Watch the great with Grant Dawson. This guy is extremely bright and he he's like us. He's a nerd of the fight game. Like he watches tape, he studies film, he he studies the stats too. He's a he's a nerd like us, guys. So it's awesome. Like, love the guy. And I loved him as a fighter. So not knowing that he's such into the sport, like in the analytical level, I love him even more. So big fan of the guy. I'm also a big fan of Rick Glenn. I'll always like Rick Glenn, Marcel. Very tough dude, super durable, very, very good fighter as well as we saw in the last fight against Joaquin Silva with that knockout, Marcel. Kind of came out of nowhere, i got to be honest with you. I, also, I'm surprised he didn't win a bonus for that. He should have. It was such a great knockout. You know, Rick Glenn, Ricky Glenn is super experienced, Marcel. I think this is one of the hardest fights I think Grant Dawson's ever had. I really do. Um, Ricky Glenn's hard to put away. But ultimately, Marcel, I believe in this Grant Dawson guy. I think he is a great young fighter, and i got to pick him here, you know? I think it's going to be tough, though. I don't know if he finishes Ricky Glenn like you, Marcel. I think it's possible. I believe, was it uh, Lance Palmer, I think, finished Rick Glenn, I want to, Ricky Glenn, I want to say? Or back when he was Rick Glenn by submission. Let me double-check that. Yeah, Lance Palmer being by submission. So that's the only time he's ever finished. It's possible that, you know, uh, Dawson could finish him, too. But he is super durable. But I will say this, you know, Marcel, like, in that small cage, it is MMA, guys. And the odds are pretty heavy here. You know, Ricky Glenn lands a big punch. You never know. You never know. So... I, I wish the odds were a little bit lower, Marcel, um, but I really I still got to go with Grant Dawson. I understand it. People are all in the hype train. I think it's well-deserved. I mean, the guys looked amazing. It's just Ricky Glenn's one of those guys that I think people kind of overlook a little bit, Marcel. And I don't know. It just it, there's something telling me that he might be more competitive than, than, than we think, you know? All right. Let's go to the main event, guys. Marvin Vittori against Paul Costa. Marvin Vittori minus 150. Paul Costa plus 130. Give me your thoughts on this fight, Marcel, main event. Yeah, man. Um, Paulo Costa against Marvin Vittori. <laughs> it's going to be some uh, some craziness uh, if, if they have uh, some interviews uh, next to each other, you know. <laughs> um, 
what do we gonna see do we see the polo costa we know or do we gonna see the polo costa who drinks on wine um which he yeah. said himself um the thing is here you know uh costa has a good chance to knock him out vittori but i think vittori is a smart fighter and i think he tries to get the fight to the ground asap you know and uh he should be better on the ground than uh, Costa is. So, honestly, I expect uh, Costa to be dangerous in the first two rounds when it's standing, and I think Vittori will take him down, and I got Vittori via submission win in the second or the third round. Oh, wow, you're calling it fit for the finish. Yeah, yeah, I think that's possible. Um, Okay, so I think it's a good fight for sure. Costa is going to be dangerous in that first round, obviously, Marcel, but mm -hmm. the thing is Vittori's never really been, like, hurt necessarily, you know? Like, he's never really been – I don't think he's been dropped. He seems like he has a good chin. I, you know, if Costa's going to win, I think he needs to do it in the first five minutes. And I just, I think, here's the thing that I've noticed with Vittori. Like, you know, Marcel, since the last time Costa's fought, he's fought three five-round fights. Like, he's had mm. 75 minutes of experience in the octagon. That's fucking a lot of experience. Like, a lot of guys don't even, like, they may fight five fights in their career and not even get that much time in the octagon. So I think, he, I think he's learned a lot, even in these losses. He's, he's only 28 years old, too. He's super young still, Marcel. You know, Marcel? Mm -hmm. so i think i like vittori here you know i i think he wins marcel i think he's going to use his grappling like you said i i have the same exact read in the fight that you do i think he uses his grappling but i'm thinking you know it could, might go a little bit later it could be a decision um but i you know i think the submission call is definitely interesting as well he did finish carl robertson that's the only finish or uh, actually finished alberto Uda as well but that, you know, generally he's more of a decision guy, so I would think that. But Costa, you know, cardio definitely questionable. Uh, I think after that first couple of rounds. So, you know, Marcel, I was watching the Romero fight. It was a great fight, but you know, Costa did slow down in that third round. Romero took mm -hmm. him down, and honestly, Romero has not looked that good. And I'm wondering now. I, you know, I hate to say Costa's like overrated, but really, why is he ranked number two, Marcel? Because he has a win over Romero, who's like not even in the UFC anymore, and Uriah Hall, who's ranked what like tenth. I hate to say it, guys, but he's a little bit overrated when you think about it. He's kind of technical. Like, it's based on the definition of what it is. Like, his best win is the guy that's not the UFC anymore. Whereas Vittori, I guess his best win. Well, Jack Hermans is a solid win. So is Holland. That's a really good win. Yeah. Hermans is a – like, that win, to me, is more relevant at this point. So, yeah, Marcel, yes. I'm with you. I like Costa. I, sorry, but I like Vittori over Costa. What are you going to say? Hermanson is also pretty much a grappler all the time. That's know, what I'm so. saying. So, I, I anyways, I, I feel like Vittori can just, you know, Costa's landing, he can tie him up against the fence, tie him mm -hmm. out, get his arms tired. Like, that's a lot of experience, guys. 75 minutes, like, in the last 12 months, Marcel, plus this fight. He might get 100 minutes of, of octagon experience in a year. That's insane. He's only 28. You know, Costa's only 30. He's super young. I just... I don't know, Marcel. I don't think he's definitely a knockout artist. He's he's got great power. I don't want to overlook him though, you know, Marcel, because it is MMA, it's a small cage. Who knows if he lands a big punch? It's just that with Vittori never being dropped before, never being hurt, I, I gotta go with the guy who's proven he's durable. I gotta go with Marvin Vittori. Better wrestler, not a lot of advantage, better cardio, Marcel as well. And, and like you guys talked about here, very good mindset, very disciplined. You know, after he lost it, I sorry, I think he said he like he didn't even have a shower. He just went for a run. Like he was that pissed off. He just went for a long run. Like <laughs> it's crazy. He's a crazy guy, right? <laughs> but uh, I, I, you know what? I, I like Vittori. He, I, he's grown on me as a fighter. I, I, I do, I do want to say this though. He said he's going to call up Paul Felder this week. I don't know what Paul Felder said. I'm not sure why he's so upset about it, but it's kind of weird to me. It's a stupid feud. I don't. I'm tired of these fighters feuding with analysts. I mean, Paul's yeah. case, he's a fighter, but it's not like these guys are going to fight. <laughs> boring it says rick glenn's never he's been finished but ricky glenn's never been hurt it's true tory's never been dropped i know he's got a great chin so 
yeah, I got to go with Vittori here, guys. I'm with you. All right, we got a few minutes left. Um, we'll just quickly talk about uh, Bellator and Contender Series. Let's do uh, let's do uh, Bel- um, let's do Bellator really fast, Marshall. I just really want to get your thoughts on the main event uh, hmm. between Fader Milianenko and Tim Johnson. So the odds open with Tim Johnson, guys, is the favorite minus one fifty, and right now it's it's bet down to a pick'em, so it's minus one ten each. I. I know Fedor's 45. I don't like betting on these older guys. I think Fedor wins this fight. I think he's going to knock Tim Johnson out. I really do. And he's basically even money. So I think, you know, Marcel, there's some value there. What do you think, Marcel? Fedor. I can't pick against Fedor, man. I hate to pick against Fedor. You know, he's... You're doing it? You're picking Tim Johnson? No, I'm not going to do it because, I, you you know, it's actually funny, you know, Tim Johnson recently fought for the interim heavyweight title. Yeah. So if Fedor wins this fight, he pretty much defeated the guy who recently fought for the interim heavyweight title, you know, yeah. against one of his, I think one of his guys is yeah. uh, Moldavsky, right? It's one of yeah. his guys. So, um, also Moldavsky knows how it feels to fight Tim Johnson. You know, he's been five rounds with him. So Fedor can, maybe they can emulate, or how do you say that, the style, you know? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm picking Fedor as well here. I'm taking also a finish. For yeah, sure. and Fedor handpicked Tim Johnson, apparently. Yeah. Like, he, he's like, I want to fight. That's the fight I want. I'm not 100 sure if this is going to be his final fight. He's announced his retirement many times. I remember when I remember he retired the first time or so when he fought Pedro Rizzo. That was almost 10 years ago, and they retired, so, came back. So these fighters always say we retire. They always do. One year later, they come back. So I, I'm not going to say it's then. Anyways, I, I think he can win. I mean, I, Tim Johnson is definitely a solid fighter. He's, he's been really good in Bellator, but I don't know, Marcel. I think I think Fader knocks him out. You know, I think yeah. Fader saw something with him. He had a good close up look at him when they had the inner title fight. So yeah. Um, is there any other fight in that car that interests you? Like, I honestly, I did the opening odds today, guys. I'm, I'm typing them up, and almost all the odds are, like, minus 500 favorites. Like, everything is a minus 500 favorite. Like, that's the thing. Beltor, I just don't find it's interesting anymore. Like, it's just, it's all big favorites, Marcel. Guys without Wikipedia pages. There's random guys that are are, are huge favorites. Like, you know, there's some good fights. Don't get me wrong. There's some good fights, like Usmanar, Native fighting. But, again, he's he's minus 2,500. What is the point of that fight? I, what is the point of that fight? I don't know, but I can give you a good fight if you want. What's a good one? Anatoly Tokov against Sharaf Davlat Muradov. There, yeah, so that, that's the other main oh. card fight, and then we have uh, Vitaly Minikov against Sayed Sambar. That's a that's a mismatch. I think Vitaly Minikov knocks him out. By the way, um, but yeah, Tokov and uh, Davlat Muradov. What do you who do you like in that one? Oh, I like Tokov, man. I think Tokov should fight for the title after uh, yeah. after uh, Austin Vanderforth. You know, yeah. Um, I want to say something fun, man. Side Soma. Sure. Um, I didn't know he could he could speak Dutch. He can speak Dutch, you know. Yeah. I was like, uh, I saw an interview on the Suriname uh, TV station. So he is uh, he he was a former swimmer for Suriname or whatever, and he can speak Dutch. I was like, wow, yeah. I didn't even know that. So that's funny. Um, you know, Marcel, I I gotta go with Vitaly Minikov in that fight though. Me too. I, yeah, for he sure. has a fun two years. That's the one thing, right? But man, he's a good fighter, guys. Like Vitaly's a good fighter. What's the odds on him? Uh, I just missed it one sec. Uh, Minikov is a big favorite. I know that. Minus 300. I, I, you know, that's not bad. I think he wins that fight. Also, um, the loss against Congo was kind of questionable. Yeah, it was close. That was the only career loss he's had. All right. And he has to go. He has a win over Juan Espino. That's a good win, too, eh? Um, mm-hmm. Let's do Katera Series really quick, Marcel. We'll get yeah. out of here. So, the card's starting in literally five minutes, guys. So you guys are going to get our last thoughts. Let's just go through it quickly, Marcel. James Barnes opening up the card, the, the 39-year-old prospect <laughs> against Pedro Falcao. Pedro Falcao opened at like minus 195. Now he's minus 700. I think he wins for sure. He's way younger. Yeah. James Barnes is too old. You like Falcao? 
I'm with you there, yeah. What do you think? You think he finishes him? I think so. I think he finishes him. I think he has to, man. I don't think he gets a contract if he doesn't finish him, to be really honest. Yeah, man. I think he finishes him. Um, Armin Petroizian against uh, Kaloyan Kovlev. Uh, Kolev. What do you think about this one? This 205 pound fight. Uh, the yeah, odds for the, what's like the odds minus 160 for Petroizian plus 140 for Kolev. What do you think? Yeah, Kolov was actually supposed to fight last week or the week before against Anton Tukarls, and Armin Petrosian was supposed to fight against uh, Junior Tafa. So, um, I mean, this is a fight that's been uh, got together. Difficult, man. I mean, I've been really impressed by Petrosian, to be really honest. I think his brother is much more impressive. That's, I think, Giorgio is his brother, uh, although he got knocked out uh, re most recently on Friday. And Wait, that's, that's, that's his brother, eh? I, I was going to ask you, yeah, because the last name's the same. They're brothers? Yeah, I think that is his brother. Also, Armin Petrosian, he fought. I think he fought a bantam weight before, man. In, in, uh, in how do you say that in kickboxing? So, right. <laughs> um, Kolev, I don't really know too much. Yeah, about yeah, that's him. his brother. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I don't know really too much about him, but I don't know. I don't have a good read on this fight at all, to be really honest. Yeah, and Kolev opened as a huge favorite, minus two fifty. Now he's the underdog. I, yeah. I actually, I was kind of thinking he could win, but I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on this fight. Now, the next one, I wouldn't bet on this one either. I'll be honest with you guys. Minus 1,000 for uh, Kyle Baralo against Jesse Murray. Kyle Baralo getting a second fight here. He opened at minus 200, now he's minus 1,000. That line got steamed. Listen, like, I'm going to pick this guy, but he, he's a middleweight. He's fighting a light heavyweight. Mm -hmm. um, so he's moving up in weight, Marcel, which is one thing throwing me off. I don't think she minus 1,000. That seems really high, doesn't it? Yeah, I agree, man, definitely. I mean... A little bit too, a little, not a little bit too high, but very high. <laughs> very high. Uh, I don't, I'm going to be honest, I don't know much about Jesse Murray, but I just know Kyle Baral is like a decent fighter, but I don't mm -hmm. think he should minus a thousand against this guy. That seems a little mm -hmm. crazy to me. So I still take him to win, by the way, but uh, I'll take him to win decision. I know as, as much as we said that, but I just wouldn't lay, I, there's no point even parlaying that in my opinion, in minus yeah. a thousand. Like I, I wouldn't even, that's like kind of risky. All right. Uh, Velasco Machado, you mentioned earlier against Pierre Rodriguez. Odds for this one. Uh, Rodriguez, big favorite, minus four. 430 plus 345 Machado. What do you think, Rodriguez? Yeah, man, I think Rodriguez wins this fight. I think uh, Rodriguez, uh, LFA champion, right? She won her last yeah. fight against uh, Gutsik yep. in, in the fifth round. He also, she also got the win over Kyla Racho, which uh, doesn't really do really well in professional, but she was a pre she was a pretty good prospect, I think, in American top team at, at once, you know? So, yeah. yeah, I'm thinking Pierre Rodriguez here. And I get it. Like, people are probably just parlaying her um and then Baralo and uh Falcao they're parlaying those three and I get it because you get like you know close to even money for that I understand it it's just you know guys like it is contender series that's all I'll say last uh sorry I'm gonna take Rodriguez team or so and then Solomon Renfro with Johnny Parsons last fight we'll get out of here uh Johnny Parsons oh sorry Solomon Renfro favorite minus 270 Johnny Parsons plus 310 it opened as a pick -em. so huge money came in on uh Solomon Renfro here's another guy people are parlaying Marcel so you think he wins I think he wins. I think that the 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 line is a little bit too high. In my yeah. opinion, I think it's a lot closer. But uh, I would pick uh, Solomon Renfro. And uh, dude is also character. You know, if you saw his uh, interviews after uh, I think CFFC about those, uh, uh, how do you say that 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 pot uh, kind of things? I, I don't know the exact name. Uh, he was he's talking about on the uh, on the streets that were bad for the first car that this car got damaged about it and stuff. You gotta, guys got to look it up. It's really funny. Um, yeah, I, I think this is, by the way, this is a, a fun fight. I, this is just, uh, deservedly be the main event in this, on this card. So, um, yeah, I, I'm taking Renfro, but it's a close fight, I think. I, I don't think it's uh, the, the odds are good here. Yeah, I like this guy, um, Parsons. He's got the mullet Marcel going on, and he's uh, kind of, he seems like a funny guy. 
I, I got to be honest, like when I was looking at it earlier on in the week, I, I liked Renfro and he was like a lot lower of odds. Now he's a huge favorite. So I don't, I don't love it now, but I mean, he, he should win. All right. I think that's going to be it. Borgen says he's betting on Tim, but rooting for Fedor. I think Fedor wins. I like him at, at that price. You know, Marcel, again, I, he handpicked him. I, I, you know, there's no reason. It's not like he picked a prospect, you know, where he thinks, okay, there's, you know, something like a benefit for it. He just thinks he can win this fight. All right. Let's pull ourselves, Marcel. Let's get out of here. Contenders is about to start. Let's pull ourselves. Yeah, for sure, man. First of all, Adam, thank you so much for doing this later. Really appreciate it. And uh, you can find me, Big Marcel24, Twitter, Instagram, and MMA DNA.nl, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. And have lots of fun watching the Contender Series, guys. On Twitter, at Adam Martin Podcasts. Uh, it's on MMAOdsBreaker.com, iTunes, Spotify. It's on YouTube, all those places. BJPen.com, MyMainNews.com, the All Star. Uh, and elite elite uh, fancy elite sports betting and bookies.com a lot of places guys so we back with marcel monday at uh, 4 p.m eastern next week for the recap show have a great weekend guys good luck with your bets hopefully no fights fall off the card have a great one guys peace